Welcome to Layer 8 Podcast, hosted by Greg Sasso and Victor Coronazario, where technology and business strategies converge to support the most important layer, the IT users. Hey everybody, welcome back. Today's episode is Fight for Your Team. Today we're going to talk about uh, what a manager really should do uh, when it comes to developing and making sure that their team has all the resources that they need. Yeah, one thing I find completely frustrating um, in looking for a job, if you look at any IT position, manager or up, even director levels, you see things in there like they need technical knowledge. And personally, I just think that's ridiculous. Yes, if they come up tech, you know, they, they'd have that technical skills, but directors are so much more than knowing Unix, knowing VMware, knowing whatever the latest technology is. And same with managers. Right. It's really the ability to manage a team. Right, Well, and, and that's the problem that... Even from from the time that they post these positions, they're already setting up the expectation. You're asking for a tech. Yeah, senior level tech. Yeah. You ask when you're saying that I'm supposed to install VMware, install Windows machines, no office, stuff like that, it's ridiculous. I I mean I have other words to describe that. <laughs> but but really, you want me to know all of that, you know, intimately, meaning my day to day and manage budget, and manage the direction of the department, and develop my technicians. Well, a lot of things too, Victor, I think, is that when, again, when I was looking for a job before, I'm seeing this and I'm like, it doesn't make sense because they didn't even mention the other things you just said, the budgeting stuff. They're like, they need to be this technical stuff. And I'm like, that's not what a director is. You need a senior tech. That's fine. That's exactly the right answer. But directors and managers, they need more management skills than the technical skills. Now, now mind you, if, if you're... You're hiring a technical person anyway. There's the IT manager, right? The IT director. So they have to have technology background. So, so at least I'm not saying that. I'm, I don't think Greg is either. No. But one thing is to say, you know, familiarity with this technology, that technology, et cetera, et cetera, to know that you can manage a team that's going to deploy and maintain it and, and do all these things. One thing is to say that. And another thing is to say that that manager needs to install all that stuff on a day-to-day. That's insane. I mean, even if you say willingness to jump in every once in a while, that's different. Because if my team is in a bind or they need assistance or anything like that, of course you're going to jump in. You're part of that team. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. we've done that numerous times in the past. But and, and the reason we went a little bit into this is it's kind of like a rant because we, we've seen it so much, right? The reason we've gone into this is because we want to give examples of what a good manager does. And Which is stuff that we did, of course. <laughs> Yeah, and, and some of the things that managers do that, uh, you know, we weren't very happy about when we were under them, too. Yeah, I mean, the, the, to me, the things that a manager should do, again, not just in IT, but in any, any management position, is you're responsible for getting your team resources, plain and simple. That's probably your primary responsibility. The team needs something, whether it's money for budget, applications, new personnel, that's your job to do that. And you should know how to get those resources, how to justify them to the upper levels, whatever you might have to do. Right. No, well, you look at, uh, well, that, that's definitely one for the team side, right? Yes. But of course, there are other things like, you know, setting the direction of the department, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if you're telling your team, I want, these are the goals for our department this year, you better know how to get them the resources, right? So definitely, yes. I agree with you in terms of for your team, that's your primary goal. If you have good people that you've mentored and developed, your job is getting them resources and really getting out of their way. And then Victor right? said the other thing too is that there's other things. That's to me the primary one is being able to get resources. The other ones are mentoring your team. 
even if you're not the most technical person, it's understanding the different skill sets on each that each person has, knowing what the company needs and knowing where they want to go and making that that matching, making sure that, hey, I've got a guy here that's a junior help desk person. They want to do security and, oh, we have a security need. Let me see what I need to do, whether it's, you know, through your mentoring or if you don't know it, getting them training, getting them right training and getting that piece of it done. Right. Knowing the right personalities, too, is important. Uh, I'm working with a team right now and I'm pretty sure Greg worked with a team before where he couldn't address issues with everybody the same way. We had different personalities. We had somebody that was a little cocky. He was good. I liked him, but he was a little cocky. We had somebody that was very intelligent but timid. You know, we have personalities like that. You had me, which I'm probably all of those together. So he approached situations differently with us when we were in his team. And I know I do that now. I, I have five different personalities. I mean, completely different. And I look at what they need to succeed as an individual and trying to address issues with them that way to develop them better. Yeah, that's so important because like Victor said, is that everyone's an individual. And if you want to be successful, you have to do that. And again, it's going back to a manager is not just technical. I mean, they shouldn't, if your manager or especially your director is installing software on a regular basis, you guys are paying someone way too much money. Well, you at that point, if they're a director, you probably are. Right. To do that, it's not the right thing for them to be doing. Right. So, yeah, and mind you, we understand that in smaller companies, you have that one IT guy that's great or gal, and you have 30 people on your staff. He manages everything well. You want to call him a manager. I guess you call him a manager, but that's not the same as being at a 500 person firm. Correct. If you're a manager at a 500 person firm, you better truly be managing, not. Yeah. Not just being that the one tech, hopefully not the one tech, right? With 500 people <laughs> or, like, or that that's possible. If, if owners could get away with that, they would. Yeah. Or even a senior, it should be, again, you're managing, you're managing your in, internal resources, you're budgeting, you're setting the direction of the department. If, if there's no director over you, because most of the time we report to CFOs or the owners or the presidents or, or partners, right? Yeah. <laughs> in your yeah. case, right, Greg? So that's what you better be doing. I, I think you were doing that at the end, weren't you, Greg? I mean, I the, think I got the firm that we. Well, as we at. got, as we got, as I got the resource, the right resources for the group, I was able to. Um, I think some of the next things I want to, I would like to get into now is that just again, some of the things that we did that seemed successful, some of the things that we tried maybe that weren't as successful to kind of help out. You know, this is again not just for techies, but also owners, things to look for and things to you might not be aware of, but you should be. So, I mean, one of the big things. Um, at least for us, was I noticed, you know, IT is obviously an infrastructure group along with HR, finance, um, recruiting, all those groups. We had no partners at the one firm I was at that was in charge of those groups. It was normally they, the, you had a director level or manager level person reporting to the CEO. Well, what I came across is I found out that the external groups all had a partner in charge who had a budget for team building. And I didn't find this out till I was in that firm for quite a few years. So I was like, well, why? That's not really fair because they have a partner they get team building budgets and we don't. So I took it upon myself to go talk to the owner and saying, hey, I've heard this. You know, can I get that for our group? And he was kind of like, well, what do you need it for? I'm like, well, the other groups get them. Why don't we? We have a hard work, hardworking team. I think that's only fair. And he's like, yeah, sure. What do you want? And we discussed the money and I got it. And I went back and I happened to tell the other department heads, the infrastructure department heads. And I don't know if they ever went. One of them I think actually did. But you know, the first, when I got that money, the first thing I did was there was a, you know, place called, um, it's a golfing place uh, near here. 
I took my team out after work one day, you know, bought food, paid for the golf. It was a really cool place. We can all interact together, um, bought some drinks and stuff, had a great time. I, I, I just, I wish I would have done that, you know, years before for that. And after people heard that we went there, the other groups then started pushing for, yeah, we want this too. Um, right. that, that was, uh, I think that was Top Golf. Yes, I didn't know if we were going to uh, say that or not. around but. the area. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Free advertising. You could be our sponsor if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> so, but in saying that, it was just a great thing. Um, other things we started, which I did start before that too, was um, every once in a while, probably every month or so, I would you know tell the team, "Hey, I'm buying pizza on a Friday." We'd go into the conference room, sit down, just you know talk, do whatever, not talk about work though. Um, you get well, it gets people more relaxed. And they do talk, you end up talking about work anyway a little bit because that's really what you have in common in the end. Yeah. But you talk about other stuff. Personal stuff, so we got uh, to know more about people's families and stuff. And then one, then I started to invite other infrastructure groups. And it turned into, um, I think we were get, I was getting it for, I don't know, probably 20 people, maybe more sometimes, pizza. And my only requirement after some people started coming in, some people just come in and grab pizza and leave. And I was like, no, if you're going to get pizza, you're welcome to. You have to stay. Because I wanted it to be, again, it's a team building thing. And for that, I wasn't being reimbursed by the company. That was coming out of my own pocket. But I think I was getting paid for that tenfold. Then the groups were getting together now and working better. You have, you, know, you, you have that personal connection now with someone that you're trying to get help from in HR or recruiting or finance. Right. No, no. And that, that, that makes perfect sense, right? So you, you, you did get paid, right? Yeah. I kind of I do the same thing now still with, I know we did that. You and I did that before when we worked together. We bought... Uh, cards american express cards for the you know with cash in them yeah for the for the group but that was from our money not from money that yeah. greg had separated for team or that building. i was going to put in as an expense and like victor said is that we would get we got nice bonuses from this company and that we'll get into that in a minute i went in and, and handled that piece of it but victor and i afterwards said you know we're still really appreciative and we we decided you know victor decided you know let's let's do this and we went and we bought them we handed them to people we said thank you so much this is from us personally this is not from the company um, we're just so grateful that you're here and you're part of the team when you're working. And I hope the team appreciated that. And I, I think they all, I think we told them too that, you know, again, that was from us, not the company. Well, you know, nothing says thank you like money. Especially because in the end, you know, they might love you a lot, all that stuff, but this, they're still there for their family to, to, yeah. to build some wealth and, you know, to get out on their own if they want to or move on to the next thing if they pay them more. So it was a great thing that we also show them love with, money yes <laughs> it, not a lot to, to you know we're, we're not buying them off we are paying them a salary right but you yeah know, but it, remember too at the end victor there was like we had like eight or nine people on the team so that was like a thousand bucks we did like i think a hundred dollars at the end or something yeah so. well, it was starting to get a little expensive but <laughs> but we, we still did it because you know what also we don't want people to think that we're just you know softies and bleeding hearts either i think they deserved it because we also fired a lot of people. <laughs> well, no, no, let's not say they got themselves fired. Yeah. <laughs> don't blame so, yourself. Yeah, don't blame yourself. I should have fired you two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we have some funny stories about that. Maybe we'll go into the next one, like the, the firing bloopers or whatever of life. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you, all the people that we had in that team, just like everybody else, just like us, they had their own little issues here and there, their own little kinks. But, I will work with any of them anytime in the future. You know, yeah, all I of still, them were great. I still look at. I was, I was so grateful. I, if I, if I could do it again, and if I had the opportunity, I would definitely work with all of them because I mean, we built a great team at the end there, and right. I was so happy to have them on. And you know, that just didn't yeah. obviously last. And the company was sold, but well, and that was in part for what, how Greg was directing the the group and what he was doing. So 
it wasn't all that the people were just great. He also built a great team. We, we picked the right people. We yeah. had processes in place to do that. But again, if you have those good people, you don't want them to leave because you suck. Yeah. You know, I, I want somebody to leave because they found a better opportunity that I can't match. Well, they also not say just money, right? And you know. everyone says too that people normally quit the manager, not the job. Right. And you know, at first I was like, what does that mean? But then I realized, yeah, because if if you've got a good job and you've got a good manager. Even if someone offers you more money, you know, unless it's a significant amount, you might not want to jump. And that actually happened to me one time. I had a recruiter from another firm call up and they started talking to me and I was like, I'm not interested. Like, we even talked about money. And I was like, is it $500,000? And they like kind of laughed. I'm like, listen, I'm happy here. Unless it's a significant jump. Why would I go somewhere else? Because I was making good money. I would love my, you know, I, I love my team. I had a good boss. Why am I going to move just for a couple thousand dollars? Even if it was 20,000. That to right. me was nothing because that jump might have caused me to hate my job. Right. And to give an example of the reverse, I, I once worked at a company. I, ha I had just gotten out of the Air Force. Uh, I got hired as an exchange administrator, although I had managed a, a 2,000 uh, person network uh, in the Air Force for a large base. So I was doing everything on the Windows side of the network plus all the infrastructure. The only thing that I didn't manage was some Unix boxes we had for, with some weird application that I couldn't access anyway. <laughs> so I got out and of course I knew a lot of exchange because I installed the first exchange, first exchange. So I was doing exchange in my new company, but I was also doing other stuff. I was basically helping out the infrastructure people maintain that side because I was so bored. Maintaining exchange for me was easy. So when I asked for a raise, and that's why I mentioned this, Greg, when I asked for a, uh, a small raise, you know, I had been there like four months, but I noticed that I wasn't only doing exchange. Sometimes on maintenance night, I'm the, I was the one doing the other person's job because I already had done it. <laughs> I knew exactly what to do. So I asked uh, my, my supervisor, who was a great guy, but he had to ask the PM. He has to ask the PM for the money. The PM said, we don't have the money. Um, my old boss, the one that had hired me for that position, he was already in a new company and he called me and said, Hey, I got a job for you. And how much is it paying? And it was pretty much like $5,000 extra, which is really nothing. I wouldn't jump a good job for that, but I was going to work with my old boss who I liked, who's also happens to be Greg. I have too many Gregs in my life. Um, and I suspected that the PM was BSing me. I just didn't like the, the, the fast response of, I, we don't have money. Because it wasn't like he thought about it and then sent me an email two weeks later. It was the next day. Yeah. So I just didn't feel good about that. So I quit. And then so all of a sudden, you know, I, I told them I was going to quit. And all of a sudden, they found the money. Yeah. And they found $10,000 extra. And I said, no, I'm going to leave anyway. Because yeah. if, if you value me, you know, I thought I had a good case. If you don't think... That's correct. That's fine. Good luck. I'm going to get another job. But now you come back and tell me you do have the money. That means that you thought I was good, but you were getting off cheap. Yeah. Right? No, ab absolutely. And that's it. That's the wrong thing to do yeah. as a manager. That happened at <laughs> my, it was my second computer job is I was making, this was years and years ago. I was making absolutely nothing and I quit. And then he said, you know, I wanted to give you a raise. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to have to threaten to quit to get money. I asked before, before and it wasn't even a lot. But if I just didn't feel appreciated. I want to go somewhere where I'm busting my butt, which I'm fine with working long hours. Someone sees it and they just say, you know what? We appreciate everything you're doing here. 
it shouldn't be that I have to ask and then quit to get you to get me that raise. Right. It should be preempted. I, was, I, I do think that us as managers, our techs or people that are under us are also our clients. Yes. You should, treat, you should treat everybody as your client. Everybody in the company. Yes. People above you, below you, below, below you. Below you. <laughs> yeah. They should below you. You know, what I mean? you know, below you, everybody else. They should treat you as a client too. If you have a boss, you should treat him as a, or her as a client as well. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think of them as of clients, so I'm preempting their needs. Yeah. If they're, again, if they deserve it, you know, I'm going to treat Michael Jordan like Michael Jordan, you know, and the bench warmer, I'm going to treat him like a bench warmer or yeah. her. But if you're good and you deserve it, I'm going to offer you stuff before you even ask. You know, market permitting, of yeah. course, and budget permitting. But I want to preempt that just as much as I want to preempt my boss's needs when it comes to reports mm-hmm. and goals and all that stuff, right? What yes. did you say? And, and some of the other stuff to jump back into, you know, things that you should do is I, I found too, and again, this is not me tooting my own horn. It's things I found that were lacking that I thought was a good idea. The infrastructure groups at this other particular company, again, we're not slamming the company. Company, I loved it. I worked there for 10 years. It was a great company. But I found that they were doing, when, during for raises, they were doing salary surveys on the external facing groups and not internal. And when I went in, I said, well, how do you make these determinations of what the raises are? And they really couldn't give me an answer in HR. So I was like, well, so I went in and I would do, you know, the performance reviews based on what HR told me. But then I would also go out and do salary surveys on my own. And I used sources, you know, they weren't paid ones, but I used the best I could. And I came up with salary ranges for the different positions. And then I went to HR and said, okay, how do you correlate a performance, you know, score to an increase in score? Because I think we said at that time, your bonus or raise was up to 20%. Right. Well, and your performance was anywhere from zero to five, that, that level, you know, based on, you know, different factors. So if you get an average of... 4.9, well, you should be pretty close to that top. Okay, so right? if you get five, to me, I would say you get 20%. Right. There was no grading scale or scale for that. So I was like, okay, well, I want to make this you know, less subjective. I want to make it so someone looks at it. So I went in and put the different scores in there and correlated all of them to a percentage increase from zero to, to 20. And I went in, talked to my boss, I ha- and what I went in with documents was I had the person's summary of their score. I said, here's their current salary. Here's what I want to give them as a bonus. Here's what I want to give them as a new salary based on the range. Here's why I want to give it to them. And the owner, the first time I went in and did that, looked at me. And he's like, okay. And I was just kind of floored. I, Because, again, I was also a new manager or director at that time. I didn't really know that much. But I went in with all my documentations. Really, what could he say? He could disagree with the levels. But there was nothing HR had for me, which I think they should have at that point. And I was showing him my work. So I'm like, if you don't agree, that's fine. Let's look at it. But I, I don't want to just give someone an increase because I like them. I want to give it because they're a good employee. Right. Well, and you want documentation because talking about like, dislike, or whatever, you want to make sure that there are no notions of favoritism yes. or all the other freaking <laughs> isms that are out there, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it was funny because even on mine, then he's, he always noticed I put on mine, I put on my salary. And, you know, I, I took the score he gave me. And I never really put even the numbers in there. He's like, why didn't you put the numbers in? I'm like, because you can put those in. I'm not going to fill in myself because you can use my chart. I don't know if you have a chart. but So I never put them in for myself because, again, that was his decision. But I wanted him to see that for my group, and this is getting back to you know, us taking care of the group, is I, I did all this, and I always told the people that I was doing this. I never told them the amounts I was putting in. And then I went back, and I was like, here's what we can do. So at least... Again, every manager in any infrastructure group, if you don't have this, you need to get it. 
You need to ask you know, your boss, you need to get this information so you can present it to them. And when you come in with all this information to the review, and that was during my review I, or my, my session when I was talking about um, increases, here's what I want, here's why. They could say it's not in the budget, like Victor said earlier, but at least I can say I asked for it. And you know, if I go in and ask for this amount, it's based on this. You know, don't say we're giving 20 for 20% if I got a five in my group and you're not gonna give them 20. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, of course. All right, Greg, I think we got really into this one. I think we're going to have to break it up into part one and part two. Yes, yes. I know uh, we were long-winded on some <laughs> tangents, but, you know, we are, again, passionate right. about this topic. So. I, I think we're going to continue this one on, on episode 18, I guess. This is 17, I think right? that's it, yes. Yeah. So I want to remind people that we are on iTunes and on SoundCloud and uh, soon to be on YouTube. Yes. All right? Great. So check us out there next week. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You can check us out on iTunes under Prometheus Layer 8. Please be sure to subscribe and rate us. You can also follow us on Twitter at PC Layer 8 Podcast. That's the number eight. Make sure to tune in next Tuesday for an exciting new episode.